Soccer FM is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with Cornerstone, Hooch and PieandBovril.com. Hello and welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. Coming up on this week's show, a roundup of the SBFL, Snakes, Phantom, Goals, Scotland, your chance to win some hooch, and the Cornerstone Player of the Month as well. It is Sunday, the 2nd of September. We are not live on Facebook. Thanks to everyone who retweeted, shared, and liked last week's episode. Thanks to the comments on pieandbovril.com. I believe there are a few tears as well. People saying they were crying at our uh, hooch clip from last, last week as well. Oh, really? Guess the Mark Yardley. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a wee second, Dad. Excellent. Thanks for the feedback. Pineballroad.com is where you go for that. And remember, if you want to get in touch for anything throughout the week, it's at Scott Soccer FM. That is our Twitter handle. So go in there, give us a follow. You can also search Soccer FM on Facebook, give the page a like, and you can subscribe on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as well. Right, Bradshaw, how are you? I'm I'm better than you, I think. Yeah. yeah I feel alright. Uh, I wasn't drinking last night, I was just I got back late from a gig, whereas uh, I got one. I got back late from drinking heavily yeah, again. This, 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 these early mon- early morning Sunday podcasts are not good for yeah, me because they're always my fault as well. So I, like I went I yeah. I came and picked you up this morning and you sent me a text saying you'll recognise me because I'm the one wearing the clay pigeon shooting hat. No no no, what did I say? <laughs> Flat pigeon. Flat pigeon. Yeah, because I couldn't spell clay. <laughs> so that that's an indication of uh, how good this show is going to be. So uh, listen, uh, as I was saying, thank you very much for all the comments and uh, all the entries to our hooch competition last week. Yeah. Lots of great feedback for Stuart Gilmore as well. Yes. Lots of people just loving how honest he was. And uh, particularly, uh, my wee brother phoned me from America to tell me a particular highlight was um, Stuart and Jeff sitting in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that was good. Again, uh, never interview people when you're hungover because yeah, that's, that's why, what happens. That's why we don't have any interviews today. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, thank you to that. Stuart was very good last week. It you can great. listen back to all our previous episodes, by the way. You can, uh, by the way, I discovered that uh, we're on lots of other podcast things that I don't even know about, like Google Podcasts and stuff. Are we? Hi. Like, there's, 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 think there's uh, websites I've never heard of that we are on. Right. Yeah, like I, I wasn't even aware of this. We've got subscribers and stuff. So listen, however you're listening to this at this moment in time, <laughs> thank you very much. I don't even know how. I, I, I don't know where you're listening and how, how you're listening. Um, so thanks very much for listening. It was uh, someone else during the week was pointing me to all these different things. What? And I had no I had no idea about them. So I um I listened to podcasts on an app called Acast. So I was uh-huh. listening to a two pack and biggie conspiracy conspiracy last night. Yep, we're on that as well. <laughs> Amazing. Why would no like, one right, this? Right up to date. Yeah, how how does that happen? Not a clue, mate. Not a clue. It's like the Mandela effect. <laughs> Have you heard of that? No. There's people who believe that Nelson Mandela died in 1983, uh-huh. right? And they genuinely, genuinely believe that. They think that Nelson Mandela died, they learn about school, it was in school books and all the rest of it. But obviously, Nelson Mandela died, like, what, four years ago or yeah. something? Uh, and it's called the Mandela Effect. Remember that programme? What is the Mandela Effect, though? Just that he died? It's a parallel universe that we've jumped into. Oh fuck that! And you, right, he, here's an example. You know that uh, you know Wacky Races, right? With um, <laughs> uh, Dick Dastardly yes. and Mutley, they had a spin-off show where it was all about um, them and a plane and a pigeon. Do you remember that? No. Well, it was called I thought Catch the Pigeon, and there was a song Catch the Pigeon, Catch the Pigeon. That sounds dirty, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's actually called Stop the Pigeon. And loads of people are like, but I remember it vividly growing up as Catch the Pigeon. The song was Catch the Pigeon, but it's not as Stop the Pigeon. And this is another example of the Mandela effect. Or is it just not you listening properly? No, no, but... but how, Also, how, you're a kid, you'd be stupid as shit. How many... But how come how so many people have made the same mistake? Because kids are stupid. No, it's a parallel universe, mate. Right, That's what we are three podcasts away from doing one on the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. Jen Craig Levine's in the Illuminati. Uh, yes, he is. Uh, he appointed himself <laughs> in the Illuminati. Who, so. your, who do you think is Scottish football? Obviously, Law's the go-to, but oh. who do you think is the most Illuminati-type figure well i mean yeah law is he's he's the eye he's the all-seeing <laughs> eye i don't know that wee guy that does the uh that does the scottish cup draws alan mccray i think he's in it as well he's a quiet one he's a quiet one he's he's, he's a sleeper he's general secretary <laughs> coffee and Ant. admin ah uh, well not coffee and Ant. god rest his soul so um <laughs> Yeah, we'll get, we'll maybe revisit that in three podcast times. So uh, if you are listening, this is Soccer FM. This isn't a parallel universe of the Mandela effect. Uh, so join us next week for Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So we'll move on. Uh, let's move on to our hooch competition. Guess yes. the mark, Yardley. So uh, I mentioned that there were some tears and there was a lump in the throat after last week's club. Before we announce the winner, let's find out what the year was. Flags flew at half-mast today at East End Park. As soon as news spread of Norrie McCarthy's death, tributes began to arrive at the grounds. The longest-serving player on Dunfermline's books, McCarthy, was a well-known local figure, almost as popular off the park as he was on it. Well, it's Mark Miller against Rhodes. This could put Dunfermline in the Premier Division. In their first season as Livingston, they've picked up the third division championship trophy. Now there's something worth singing about. The last Saturday was to Kim Mats of Switzerland. Now it's Gary McAllister of Scotland. That's it. With the lowest of the low. Some people hate the English, I don't. They're just wankers. We, on the other hand, are colonised by wankers. It's a shite state of affairs to be in, Tommy. And all the fresh air in the world won't make any fucking difference. A very, very that's good... That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, there's less uh, shock news stories that you love. Well, I don't know. Like, Norrie McCarthy passing away. I think that was quite sad at the start. Then we've got Dunfermline winning the league. We had Livingston winning the third division. Yeah. The first year is Livingston. Uh, what else did we have in we've there? Actually, first is Trainspotting. Uh, yes. And uh, what else did we have at the end there? Trainspotting, of course. Yeah. And uh, the songs were Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something. And... Um, Born Slippy. Born Slippy. Underworld. So... The year was 1996. So well done if you got that right. We had lots and lots of entries. 48 correct. Record entries this week. (laughs) Hooch are absolutely creaming themselves to (laughs) the many entries that we're getting on this. So uh, keep them coming in. And it was a bumper prize as well because not only do you get the creative Hooch, not only do you get the fashionable Hooch t-shirt that nobody will ever be able to fit into because it's only a small. Yes. Michael, (laughs) who won this week, when I handed it over, he was like, that's never going to fucking fit me. (laughs) I was like, take it. But put on the dog. Put on the dog. (laughs) I said, Put it in your child. <laughs> yeah, put it in your child or put it in the dog, right? So uh, it's it, it will not go to waste. So not only will you get your hands on that, you'll also get tickets to see Scotland versus Andorra under 21s happening this Thursday night at Tynecastle, and you'll get tickets for our Nations League qualifier, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, Monday night, Scotland versus Albania at Hamden. So who is the winner this week, Ray? Uh, give me a number between 1 and 48. 14. Okay, let me see on my list. And the winner of Hooch, under 21 tickets, and um, Scotland, Albania. So you get Andorra and Albania, the big one, is Andrew Briscoe. <laughs> I forgot to do this. Though. Well done, Andrew Briscoe. You have been a fantastic listener to Soccer FM across the years, I'm sure. And we have rewarded you with a bumper prize this week. The Hooch, the Hooch t-shirt, Scotland versus Andorra under 21s, and Scotland versus Albania. Uh, from his Facebook profile, yeah, he is punching. Oh. Um, How many guys that listen to us are punching? Quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we attract mun- munters. Yeah, I think, <laughs> no, because it's Jack who won this a few weeks ago. He's punching as yeah. well. His girlfriend's way better looking than him. And then Andrew. Andrew looks quite a smaller man. Petite, so the t-shirt Petite? might fit him. Petite? He's got a skinny face. Right, okay. Because usually fine. we get big heifers that win. <laughs> Andrew's got a wee skinny face, so... Okay, right, well... But well, his last picture was updated 2017, so maybe he's uh, chunked up since yeah, then. That, there's every chance. I mean, steroids. I look very different from what I look in, like, 2012, where I look like I'm, I should be on a drip, like, most <laughs> of the time. So, what uh, happened? Lager or what? Lager and crisps and chocolate. I'd, All I'd, the good stuff, basically. <laughs> um, I had a pack of Golden Wonder for breakfast as I walked in here. I had a McDonald's about 2 o'clock this morning, so... <laughs> Things are going well. What'd you get? What's your McDonald's order? Uh, I went for my chicken sandwich meal last night. I do like a chicken sandwich. I dabble, sandwich. I dabble in that, yeah. I also like a chicken legend. Sometimes when I'm feeling like a fat rip, what I'll do is I'll get a chicken legend meal and a double cheeseburger. 
so I've got my, I've got all the meat groups sort of <laughs> like t- chicken and whatever they put in burgers. So uh, that's chicken good. and horse. So. Done. Let's find out what this week's clip is. So, as ever, you will have the chance to win a creative hooch. Thanks to the guys there. And a very fashionable, but small, hooch t-shirt as well. <laughs> All you need to do is guess the year, and here is this week's. And it goes to Ferguson. Red run by Ferguson. Here, can he put it away? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. There we are, that is this week's guest the Mark Yeardley. Get to our Facebook page, that video will be up by the time this podcast is uploaded because I did it during the week and I'm I super organised. keeps me out. Super organised. So go to our Facebook page, guess what the year is. If you get it right, you have the chance of winning all those hooch goodies uh, by the time we get round to the show next week, which will be next Tuesday. After the Scotland Games. After the Scotland Games because we're having a wee bit of a weekend off. Uh, we're going to do it on the Tuesday. So you've got a wee bit longer to get in. But uh, tell your mates about it. Make sure you like the page as well. Get to our Facebook, Soccer FM in the search bar and all that stuff. And comment under the video at the top for your chance to win the Hooch goodies. Right, let's get on uh, with what happened yesterday. And I think we should start in the championship this week because... We won! Uh, well, not because of that. Because we won. Uh, not, not quite. We won a game. Uh, but you're playing a managerless team. And the reason you were playing oh. a managerless team is because Ray McKinnon is a snake. Yeah. There's absolutely no doubt about that. So... Um, um, for, what, what are you making of this entire situation? I thought it was a joke when I saw it come through. I was like, what the hell is yeah, going on? So my mate Mac um, put in the WhatsApp group, uh, Ray McKinnon going to Falkirk, and, but he said his source was the Sun newspaper, so he's like, I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, and I thought that's a really strange move, but I don't think that'll happen because... Who, who did they approach in the turn of them? McCall Ian McCall, Jim McIntyre, Jim both McIntyre turned them down. Someone, yeah, so... Obviously, because Falkirk's this club that Hartley's brought 17, 18 new players in. He's scrapped the youth system yep. and they're not doing well. So it, it doesn't seem that good a job. Uh, but the worst thing is the fact that he's in the squad photos and then leaves. Well, the the chat is that he... He knew already. The, 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 uh, we need to watch what we're saying here. But the, the squad photos were on the Thursday. Yeah. And he took training on Friday morning. The chairman of Morton says that he must have known because it was announced that afternoon yeah. on the Friday afternoon. So, did I you mean, see the statement from Morton? Oh, yeah, raging. I mean, it's. I just if I was a if I was a Morton fan, I would be raging. I'd be if so I was ra- a Morton fan, I'd be raging just because I'm a Morton fan. It's yet another amazing thing that's happened in Scottish football, though. I it's hilarious. Yeah. If you're not a Morton fan, <laughs> um, because it is, it is quite funny. But Ray McKinnon also has previous. I've noticed a few uh, Wraith fans saying, well, you know, he left us when we were just about to go into the playoffs. He, oh, oh, he, oh, guided, yeah, he guided us to the playoffs, yeah, yeah. and then he was the, the chat was he'd already spoken to Dundee United and all that, but who knows. Um, but my thing with Ray McKinnon as well is he's taken five teams to playoffs and not Never, succeeded yeah, once. yeah. And, and Falkirk he, are bottom of the league, and they have a shite squad. Yeah, by all accounts, he wears too many V-necks. Yeah, he does, too many V-necks. You know what he wears? Shumpers. He does wear shumpers. He's a shumper wearer. <laughs> Ray McKinnon <laughs> wears shumpers. He's a snake shumper. He's a snake shumper wearer, and uh, I don't think it's going to go very well for him. No. And who the hell is going to employ Ray McKinnon after this? Would you say Falkirk are a bigger club than Morton? Hundred percent. Like I hate Falkirk, obviously. And that is Do well you? that is well documented. <laughs> but they are a bigger club than Morton. Sorry, Morton fans. Um, at least they've got you know a history of being in the top flight in recent history anyway, and been a couple of cup finals. 
they get bigger crowds, all right, they've got a stupid three-sided stadium in Grangemouth, but it's still an improvement on what Capital is in terms of, you know, being in the 21st century. So, uh, yeah, I, I do think Falkirk are a better club. I can understand why he's done it, but I think it's so snaky to do yes. something like that. Three months yeah. into the job, it was meant to be a three-year project, you know, they were happy with how things were going and yeah. all that stuff. It's, I, I think it's just really, saw, it's poor. I saw it really a friend is. of the show, Chris Miller, had tweeted out, and usually when footballers tweet out, they're quite diplomatic. Yep. But he used words like angry, yep. raging, yeah. uh, because they said they'd bought into this plan. And mm-hmm. obviously he's gone. So um, I think it was um, the senior players like uh, Miller and Tidzer and all that that kind of got together and kind of made a plan. So the chat is Hopkin. Going to Morton? Yeah, I heard Jim Duffy speaking on the radio yesterday and uh, he, he's definitely not going back. <laughs> so, no, a- 100% not, not going to be Jim Duffy. <laughs> so yeah, Hopkin, I think, uh, looks like the front runner. He'd be a decent appointment, I think. And yeah. they've got they've got a pretty decent squad as well. And actually, it'd be the first place, if he was a manager in Gunnick, it'd be the first time he had more teeth than the fans. That's like, true. That'd be nice. That is true. So uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Also, the big talking point from the game yesterday, uh, besides the fact that part of this won, uh, was the phantom goal. <laughs> This is if you've not seen this, right? What we'll do is we'll retweet it from at Scott Soccer FM, so you can take a look at it. It is the most mental decision I've ever seen in my life, and it's an absolute belter of a goal. Chris Dolan, friend of the show, yeah. left foot strike, top, top corner. Bag. It sort of goes in under, like skims off the underside of the bar, yeah. hits off that wee like the white, back bit, the back bit of the goal, yeah. not the, like the wee white bit that goes round that they have now, and it bounces straight out. And the modern players are kicking it back to the centre, about to take centre. Yeah. Did they restart play with a throw-in? Yes, they How? did see what was happening. So they there was deliberation. All the fans were celebrating. All like those and all that are running back, and then they gave a throw-in. That's uh, insane. And we are so lucky. We won mm-hmm. because last year we got a goal disallowed against Hibs for absolutely nothing, and it was over the line, and the ref sent handing over the line, yeah. and then Hibs scored straight after, and then we went on to lose the game. So we got the three points. We've we've made some interesting things because obviously the transfer window's closed now. Mm-hmm. So we've got Kulabali. Is he uh, is he actually there? Is that happening? No, um, he's he's not in the squad. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you see my tweet? Um, it was about how. Thistle signing being sponsored by Just Employment Law and then not being able to play a player because of employment <laughs> law is the most Thistle thing I've ever heard in my life. But you do have Jai Katongo. Uh, didn't make the squad yesterday, even though he played in a reserve game. He, the week. Ah, he's probably injured himself. We paid, we paid money for him. That's interesting because we paid money for Robbie Muirhead. Yes. Which... So we, we had to pay a compensation fee, but we only signed him for six months. Mm. So that's like, you know, when Just Eat add the extra fee on. Mm. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what Jai Katongo is. That's probably Just uh, Eat, yeah. We've also got Bryson Twambe and um, Tam Scobie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mm-hmm. You know that way you've signed a player, but obviously I've not seen much of Dundee United play over the last few years. So um went on Twitter uh, first thing I saw uh, Tam Scobie is Dundee United's sixth best defender <laughs> I was like oh no great yeah nah I, I don't rate Tam Scobie uh, an awful lot so it finished 1-0 yesterday you managed to get the win which is good so uh, up to six points there let's move to let's go to Ross County because they were obviously yeah. playing uh, the Snakes Falkirk uh, yeah County still really good start uh, 2-0 victory for them uh, when you look at the Falkirk squad, there's not many names that stand out at all. Nope, I've not heard of any of them. You will have heard of Froxilias and uh, Aaron Muirhead. Yeah, but for the, the, Marcus Ar- Aaron, Aaron Muirhead was there last year. Froxilias yeah. couldn't get a game for Dumbarton, who got relegated last year. Marcus he was, Well, he was in and out of the team, in and out of the team. Marcus Haber, they toss quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, they toss Habers, yeah. yeah. So, apart from that, it's a pretty poor-looking squad. Ross County uh, ran out 2-0 winners in the end, so that puts them top of the table. We'll get to the full table in just a wee second. A couple of outstanding results, though. Uh, first of all, Queen of the South. What about this? Stephen Dobby, four goals, missed a penalty. Yeah. Could have had five, but his hat-trick came in a 10-minute period between the 12th minute and the 22nd minute. That's incredible. What a start to the season for Stephen Dobby. And uh, brings air absolutely crashing back down to earth as well. They were top of the league this time last week. Now they're sixth. 
So it's that's such a, a close league, but we go through it later. That's on, that's how tight it is. So yeah, crashing back down for air after obviously thumping Dunfermline last week, and uh, well, let's go to the thumping that Dunfermline got yesterday as well. well yeah, well that's Toby's 18th goal of the season that's in ten impressive. games. That is quite impressive. Uh, and he came out last night and said the only club he would leave Queens for is Rangers. I don't, so I don't think Rangers will sign him. No, but if I was Gerard, I would fucking sign him <laughs> up in a heartbeat. Yeah, he, he is a fantastic player, but I don't see I, I, I no. don't see that happen. Uh, so yeah, let's go to East End. Uh, I only saw the first half of the game yesterday and it was 0-0 when I left. Yeah, so so, so I finished 0-0, no, no, <laughs> I didn't see the rest of it. 3-0 uh, Inverness, well done to them, cracking result. And uh, they're putting together a nice wee runny form Inverness, so they're up to second in the table. So uh, not good for us though, that's uh, what, three games that I win? Yeah, uh, Inverness unbeaten as well. Yep. They're kind of going under the radar a little bit. Yeah, they've put together quite a decent, strong squad. They're big, they're uh, organised, and they're quick on the break as well. So uh, I, I thought, from what I saw yesterday, it was pretty even. We hit the bar in the first half, had a couple of chances that maybe should have done a wee bit better, but Inverness had a great chance with a header in between that. So it was fairly even. Maybe we just shaded it, but obviously the second half, we must have felt yeah. the bits. A couple of things to pick up in this is we've played four games and Dunfermline's goal difference is minus seven. Mm-hmm. That's worrying. We have, we've conceded two, three, four, three goals in the in the league so far. It's almost like you shouldn't have signed Danny Devine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know what happened yesterday, but last week against the I mean, they could have taken off everyone. Yeah. They were that bad. Do you want to know my stat? Yep. That is Inverness' 16th game unbeaten in the championship. That's good. From last season good to this going, season. Yeah. That's huge. Do you know the last time, last time you beat them? I presume it's Dunfermline given yeah. your tone it was Dunfermline yeah and then we went on a mental unbeaten run and then so did they so you've got like it's like a chalice that passed between each other well now we're going on a not winning run which yeah. is which is quite good so let's get to the table oh, no, in fact, I, actually one more uh, Aloha versus Dundee United I should say and uh, yeah disappointing for United after that good win last week against Thistle uh, it looked like they were going to get all three points but a late equaliser for Aloha uh, means that they pick up another point after um Picking up a point last week as well. Yeah. So why has Paul Watson become a goal machine? Don't know. Apparently it was a bullet header he scored. Was it? A bullet header, yes. Yeah. So it was uh, Flanagan who got the equaliser with seven or eight minutes left for um for Aloha and it was a great free kick as well. Yeah, Chava Laszlo does the old it was so good. If you had two goalkeepers you couldn't have saved it. You're like, why, why would you have two goalkeepers, Chaba? It's That's something just... that he would do, though. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Can't perf- he's still got a job. Perfectly something <laughs> legitimate that he would do. So let's go to the table. Ross County, top of the pack. Nine points. Inverness on eight. Queen of the South, seven. Dundee United, seven. Morton, seven. Air, seven. So that's mega tight there. Then Thistle on six. Dunfermline, three. Aloha, two. And the Snake Mountain. Uh, Falkirk, <laughs> nil. <laughs> for them. Bottom of the championship. Lovely, lovely stuff. Right, let's go to the Premiership now. And let's talk about Hearts. 4-1 winners at Tynecastle obviously without Craig Levine looks like he's getting better which yeah. is good news so glad to hear that and their form continues uh, four games four wins 12 points lovely stuff yeah Stevie Naismith to Hatchick I thought when he came alone last year he was going to run riot and he's he started a bit slower than I thought he would but he's well last season I think he hadn't played in ages I think mm. that was more the more the problem with Stevie Naismith so um, yeah, it seems like he's found his feet and things are going well. Yeah, um, they had uh, Hearts had Dimitri Mitchell back in on loan from Man U. Did you see his press conference? No. They asked him to name who he thinks the biggest clubs in Scotland are, and he says uh, Rangers, Celtic, Hearts, and Aberdeen. And they go, "What about Hibs?" And he goes, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> so all the Hearts fans are like, "He's our favourite player." He's like, obviously he's... been learning from yes. Craig Levine. <laughs> yeah, Craig <laughs> yeah. Levine's just sitting at home and he's sick bed going, "I yeah. taught him well." Yeah, <laughs> part just of rubbing the, his heart. Yeah, rub, rubbing his heart and then <laughs> looking in the eye of the Illuminati. <laughs> so, uh, Dimitri Mitchell back in the team yesterday. St Mirren, uh, not good. Lots of no. very, very unhappy buddies at this moment in time. Seem to just be conceding so many goals and uh, in the relegation playoff spot. I know it's early days, um, but. Thankfully for them, Dundee are in the league. If you're, yeah, if you're on social media last night, you'd see people saying Stubbs needs to go and stuff like that. And you're, what, three, four games into the season? To give them a wee bit of time, I think. It's not panic stations yet. So, good win for Hearts. They maintain their 100% record and they're five points clear at the top of the league. So yeah, pretty well, that's decent. the thing. Uh, the old firm game's obviously later on today. We'll talk about that later. Am I, am I allowed to call it that or do I have to call it Rangers Celtic? I just call it Rangers Celtic. Yeah, I call it Celtic Rangers. Good people. Yeah. Um, it's fifth v seventh. Yeah, I know. To the battle for getting out of the top six. That's what it is. So uh, it'll be an interesting one. And uh, I worked out during the week, uh, a lot of people misquoting me from last week's episode. Yes. So would you like to go through that stat again? Yes. Yeah, so I said that it would be Rangers' worst start to a premiership season ever. 
bear in mind that the Premiership or Rangers have only been in the Premiership for three years. So it would be a worse start than what they had under Warburton and Kishinia. Yeah. And I've done a further bit of research. It would be the worst I've ever any Rangers team from season 89-90. The year you were born. The year I was born, 1989. So uh, that was the season that they had as poor a start. If they don't win today. If they don't win today, yes. that's that's the caveat on that. Um, so if they don't pick up three points today, it'll be their worst start since 89-90. But they did go on to win the league that year. Uh, under the managership of a former Liverpool midfielder. So, there you are. So, was it Soonest, yeah? It was Soonest. So, oh, <laughs> what a start that That's is. a good start. So, there you I'm are. I'm going to tweet that out and claim it. Yeah, um, yeah, you could do that if you want. Just Thanks. just at me, and no. then I'll get all the abuse. Not a chance. Yeah, so, let's move on. It was Hearts, 4-1 uh, winners at Tencastle yesterday. Right, let's say uh, we mentioned Dundee there. Having a shocker. 3-1 um, at home to Motherwell. Neil McCann, does he see out the week? I don't think so. I think he's done. I, I genuinely do think he's done. I, 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 I know. I, I know. I said with Stubbs, it's only four games in the season, but McCannis had a history of shitness. Stephen Cocker's away. Yeah, um, that went well because they turned down what two million pounds yeah, for him earlier on. The allegedly, there's lots of things coming out now. Mm. People are saying that, um, and I don't know if uh, on Twitter last night, Darren O'D right. um, has been kind of jettisoned out the squad by McCann in the same way that Scott Bain was, in the same way that Cocker was, in the same way that. McCann has a history of falling out with people. Faisal Hill back too, he was. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he was like, someone was tweeting him saying, we'd love to get you back there. And he was like, I'm choking to play, blah, 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 blah. So I think now the fact that players are starting to speak out, I think that's it coming to the end for him. I would imagine so. Jake will go back to Sky. Probably. He'll probably just waltz back in his job, I would imagine. I so. hate him. Uh, I know you hate him, can. I've got nothing against the guy personally. He's uh, just not a very good manager, it appears. So no. uh, there we are, Dundee. 3-1 uh, loss at home to Motherwell. Let's go to Aberdeen versus Kilmarnock. 2-0 it was to Kilmarnock. Their first win against Aberdeen in any competition since 2011. Was it? Yes. First time they've beaten Aberdeen since 2011. And uh, yeah, good result. Uh, both goals are absolute belters. Yeah, it was a great finish uh, by Im Brophy, a uh, great free kick, and Greg Stewart uh, apparently just completely just, just runs, just and runs, skins everyone, and then yeah, dinks, uh, over, the dinks over the keeper. It's lovely. So great finish uh, by Greg Stewart and also Im Brophy means first time in twenty-one games that Kilmarnock have beaten Aberdeen. Also, absolutely unreal that um, Gary Dicker didn't get his red card rescinded. It is, but the the reason behind that is because Willie Collum has got the Celtic Rangers game today and they didn't want to throw him under the bus. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's a joke decision. And uh, fair play to Stevie Clark coming out and saying that because, yeah, I mean, these things just... that They infuriate me. They infuriate fans as well. Why do they do it? I don't understand no. it. Uh, also, uh, Derek McInnes raging with Craig Thompson yesterday as well. Yeah, uh, Mikey Devlin, uh, he was deemed to be the last man. And uh, yeah, so... And they actually scored from that free kick yeah. as well. So that's just a double kick in the teeth yeah. for you. So Kilmarnock 2, Aberdeen 0. That was the score at Pataudry yesterday. Good win for St. Johnson. Up to fourth in the table. 2-1 at Hamilton. So two wins on the spin for Tommy Wright's men. Uh, Hamilton still struggling away. Uh, just 1-1 one, one so far this season. That was against Motherwell. But St. Johnson, again, they do it every season. They just yeah. seem to pick up the points. Yeah, they, they're like kind of just... Not juggernauts, but they just kind of slip along. Yeah. Like, just kind of ploughing along. Um, uh, like, combine harvesters of Scottish football, pretty much. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. You've got St. Johnson, you've got Motherwell, probably, and you've probably got Kilmarnock as well, looking for that final top six place, I yeah. would say. So, yeah. um, that'll be a battle towards the end of the season. What was interesting to see is Hamilton and Saints both add in between them seven players a uh, week. Mm -hmm. So, you can see it kind of filters down the kind of less big premiership clubs are the ones kind of looking out to see where players are going so uh, Saints signed Ross Callaghan which, uh, which I think is going to be a good yep. signing uh, and Danny Swanson's back for his third spell yep. and also they've signed a player called Tristan is that mm. Scottish football's first Tristan? I think it might be Tristan uh, well I don't know like, at Scott Soccer FM yeah. if you know of any other Tristans yeah. that have played in, in Scottish football Hamilton have signed a perennial journeyman James Keating mm -hmm. for his 18th club of the week yep. and also Matt Kilgallen Aye, the guy who used to play with Sheffield United yeah, back in the day. He's 34. You know what happened during the week, right? Dunferman signed Kina from Hearts on Loan until yeah. the end of the season. And uh, I was I was out and wasn't really paying attention. I looked at my phone and my mate said, yeah, we've signed Jeff Kenner. I was like, we've signed Jeff Kenner? <laughs> I, was, I, I turned to my flatmate and I was like, Dunferman signed Jeff Kenner? I was like, surely he's, he's, he's old now, Jeff Kenner. And he was like, the guy who used to play with Blackburn. And I was like, aye. 
we've seen Jeff Kenner. <laughs> don't know why he's put that. And I then went back and checked, and Jeff Kenner is 48 years old. Yeah, I've known his Wikipedia just now. <laughs> <laughs> and won the league with Blackburn in 95, 96. Or he only retired in 2009. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that is nine years ago. Yeah, but still, that's not bad for someone who would have been uh, 39 at the time. Yeah, so uh, we didn't sign Jeff Kenner, but there you are. So it's just a, a throwback sort of signing. So there you are. It was, uh, so uh, we finished uh, 2 on St. Johnson yesterday at Hamilton. So there you are. And I, I think what this, about this? Yeah, I think this is the biggest result in the league. I think so. Fair play to Livingston. 2-1 winners at home to Hibs. Uh, after Hibs took the lead as well, Sean Burns scored an absolute screamer for the equaliser. And uh, that's them up to third in the table. So getting rid of Kenny Miller, look, Looks like a, a really positive move for them. Yeah. And uh, the fact that it's a poor result for Hibs, I think. Yeah. They're going to come out and say that. But I was trying to find a tweet there that um, a Livy fan tweeted last night um, about where they've signed players from. So Pittman that scored yesterday, Scott Pittman was signed from Bowness United. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got lots and lots of journeymen, lower league teams. Uh, people who weren't deemed good enough. Yes, people signed from Airdrie, all this kind of stuff. And they've brought them together and... Yeah, he's doing a great job so far, Gary Holt. A lot of it is, there's lots of things like it's Martindale behind him, all this kind of stuff, but what a great three points that is. And um, yeah, great start so far for Livingston. That's third in the table. Confounding all the critics so far this season, including myself, who thought they'd go straight back down. I yeah. mean, there's a long way to go, but absolutely fantastic start, as you mentioned. So the table looks like this. It's Hearts on 12 points. Kelly at Livingston, St. Johnson on seven. Then we've got Celtic. Uh, still got that game to play against Rangers today. They're on six points. Hibs on five. Rangers five. Aberdeen five. Motherwell four. Hamilton three. St. Mirren three in that relegation playoff spot. And Dundee on nil point. What do you make of the Dembele stuff? Dembele, I think it's a really, really good deal for Celtic. Yeah. £20 million for a guy who's played 38 games over the past two seasons. Yep. He's constantly injured. On his day, don't get me wrong, he is fantastic and unplayable, Yeah, I think. He's, without a doubt, on his day, Celtic's best player yep. by a mile. Yep. But if you're getting off for £20 million, you've just missed out on the Champions League... I think you you've have light, to take you've got that deal. To pay for. I would say that on the Thursday, I heard Rogers getting interviewed, and uh, he was like, "Nope, he's not going yeah. anywhere." And so it weakens his hand. We it? don't have a replacement lined up. Rogers will be raging, but the way that Dembele acted, I think it made it almost. He had to go. Yeah, he had to go because he walked off training after like ten minutes because Rogers said his attitude was so bad on the Friday. Um, but yeah, there's the stat is either not starting. Or not featuring the squad last season, Dembele missed 53 games. That's quite a lot. Which is insane. He only scored nine goals last season. So, like, wait, wait, what? So he, he missed either, 53 games? Yes, if you include from Celtic's preseason, oh. to all the cup games, everything, because Celtic, over the course, play like 75, 80 games all the way through. Right. Uh, he either didn't start or um, wasn't on the bench um, for 53 games. That's quite a lot. That, so, is, that is quite a lot, yeah. yeah. So there you are. I think he, I think he is very injury prone, and I'm, I'm quite pleased because it gives Griffiths a chance to establish himself back in the for team Scotland, yeah. for Scotland. So. I did laugh that um, uh, on Twitter, uh, the 18th highest trend on Friday night was free agent. As Celtic fans tried to see who they could say <laughs> to replace him, Lachina Traore is high up there. Really? Yeah, he was a bit of a football manager right? legend. Yeah, he's, six foot seven. Or yeah, something. he's got dodgy knees. Ah, he won't right. fit into Rogers' kind of play, so he won't go. But yeah, I don't. Do you think they will sign another striker? Or do you think they'll just stick with Griffiths, Edward, and maybe stick Ryan Christie up there as a full? Well, Mikey Johnson. You could play Forrest up front at a push as um, well. What's the other one? Lewis Morgan. Could he be a striker? Nah, winger. Was he? Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I Celtic. What, what's your prediction for today? You think they'll win? Uh, Sixteen. 14 to Celtic. Sounds like a cricket score. Yeah, I just get these predictions wrong all the time, so if I go outlandish, it doesn't matter. What are you thinking? 2-1 Celtic. Are you? I, I think it'll be the odd goal in it. I thought Morelos signed a new deal last night as well, mm-hmm. until 2022, and he gets a sending off bonus now, so that's good. <laughs> um, but I uh, watched the Celtic uh, highlights, but I watched the Rangers game live because it's 3pm and I wasn't gigging, and the Rangers defended superbly that second half mm-hmm. absolutely superbly um, the two centre halves Katic and Golson looked so so strong in there and Alan McGregor 
is a top goalie and a top shagger. Yeah, he certainly is. I think there's absolutely no doubt about that. What do you make of the Europa League groups? Obviously, Celtic have just red bulled out their nuts. No, man. Um, Salt Market Bus have issued a statement saying uh, real Celtic fans only drink Monster from yeah. now on. Um, Rangers group, yeah. Villarreal. I just wish Marcos Senna was still playing for Villarreal. Yeah, he was good. I liked he was him. class. Um, I think Rangers are going to struggle quite badly because um, so, Villarreal are very good. Sparta and Moscow, Moscow are very yeah, good. Yeah, and uh, Rapid Vienna. Yes. So I'll be between them and Rapid Vienna, but. I so, so that, this is the third time Celtic have played Rosenberg in months? This will be their sixth meeting by the time they've played them. Because uh, they played them in this season's qualifiers and last, and last season's qualifiers. So uh, who else they got in their group? Uh, uh, oh, so Leipzig uh, and Salzburg. Nice cities to visit. Exactly, yes. So there you are. We'll uh, keep you abreast of that. Everything's happening over the next few weeks on Soccer FM. Remember, you can comment at any time at Scott Soccer FM on our Twitter. You can also get to our Facebook. Make sure you give the page a like as well. And you can also follow us on pieandbovro.com. This is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. Let me guess. You listen to Soccer FM because mainstream Scottish football coverage doesn't quite cut it, right? At Cornerstone, we feel you. It's the same story with shaving. Why would you overpay and even risk cutting your own face when you could experience the cleanest, smoothest shave you've ever had using only the highest quality products? Cornerstone are partnering with Soccer FM this season to let discerning listeners like you do just that with an exclusive welcome offer. You'll get a German-engineered handle personalized with your initials, six of the sharpest blades and some super-sensitive shaving gel all delivered right to your door for just £10. Or for the full shaving experience, we'll chuck in some exfoliating face scrub and cooling post-shave balm for just 20 quid in total. Usually it's 30, but you listen to Soccer FM. Good choice, by the way. Make another good choice now and support the show by getting your £10 welcome offer at cornerstone.co.uk slash soccerfm. So it's time for the Cornerstone Player of the Month. Thank you to everyone who got involved in this. Uh, so many nominations from throughout the week. There can only be four, final four. And uh, we're going to put it up on Twitter as a poll and we'll keep it running until next Tuesday. So um, who are the final four nominees for the Cornerstone Player of the Month? So there were some players that got more nominations than others. But our four are uh, Michael Tidzer of yep. Morton. Yep. Uh, Lauren Shankland of Air United. Congratulations. Uh, Stephen Doby of Queen of the South. Congratulations. And Uchi Ikpiazu of Hearts. Congratulations. So those are your four choices. So at Scott Soccer FM, it's where you go, cast your vote, and uh, they will receive a razor on your behalf. Yes. So, uh, by the way, remember, just as I said in the ad there, you can get some discount money off and all that stuff if you heard if you head to cornerstone.co.uk forward slash soccer FM and uh, use the promo code there. As soon as you click on it, you'll get right through and you'll get some cash off your first order so make sure you get involved in that very clean shave uh, I'm also a user of the razors myself so, yeah, nice. so I do my likes with them so uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there we are so uh, make sure you get to Ascot Soccer FM that's where you vote and we'll keep it running until next Tuesday as I mentioned and we'll announce the winner then so yes. lovely stuff let's move on to League One now and uh, where do you want to start in League One Ray? Uh, let's go, your uh, fancy? Uh, the fact that four forgot pumped so let's go to Wraith yeah Yes, 4-0 it finished to Wraith Rovers and after being under quite a bit of pressure because they had a rotten Betfred Cup campaign yes. and uh, I think they might have started a wee bit at the start of the season as well Wraith Rovers have put a decent run together they're now joint top of the league and it's uh, five games, 11 points, not bad Yeah, and um, Kevin Nisbet was actually unlucky not to get nominated he's been banging the goals in um, all the way through for uh, Wraith so he's doing Pretty well, but also what was interesting is Kevin Nisbet came off injured yesterday and Lewis Vaughan came on. So Lewis Vaughan was someone who played really well last season, not as much of a chance. Kevin Nisbet comes off, Lewis Vaughan comes on, scores within a minute and then goes on to get another one. So uh, they've got the players to score the goals, Wraith. They just kind of needed to stop conceding and they've done that now. So good 4-0 victory for them. I like Lewis Vaughan. I think he's a cracking player. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and good hands there, Wraith Rovers. So 4-0 it was there. Let's go to the other league leaders. It is Arbroath versus Brecon, one of the many, many Angus derbies yeah. that are happening this season. And uh, Arbroath were, what, 2-0 up, I think? Uh, yes, yeah, they were 2-0 up, up at and, time. And Brecon brought it back to 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, Brecon were 5-1 five, uh, five before the game to win that. Were they? I mean, they didn't win, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But <laughs> like, uh, I just I, thought that was a very good price. Do you know what I've just decided? If yeah. I ever become a wrestler, uh, my name will be Angus Darby. Angus Darby, <laughs> that's a great name for a wrestler. You could you could have like a cow get up, yeah. like horns and that. Uh, on my shorts, it's like right where my penis is, it'll yeah. be a smoky. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. or just the our, classic. Yeah, just our bull's face. The, the, I know. Remember with the Brahma bull? That yeah. was that was the rock. So you're like <laughs> the, the Angus I'll, bull. Yeah, so it'll be that, and then a Dick Campbell bonnet, mm-hmm. and that'll be my and my my finisher. It'll be just called the hedge. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it's the hedge! It's the hedge! It's the hedge! <laughs> so uh, that that's a that's a very good observation. Yeah. You should definitely go for that. I'm, I'm, I'm behind you all the way, Ray. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. I think you'll be great. Uh, road through breaking two. Airdrie, two nil winners at home to Stranraer. So again, Airdrie uh, up to third in the table. They'll be looking to push for promotion this season. So a good win for them. Your, your other team, Stranraer, struggling no, no. a wee bit, aren't they? I know. Uh, Joe Vittoria has scored quite a few since he's moved to Airdrie actually yeah Shonara not doing that great this season I actually thought they'd push on after trying to get over some of the financial problems but maybe not um, I also I really enjoy if you go on the BBC website they um, depends on who's doing the updates you'll get different terminology for different things so sometimes it's like booked for a goal uh, denying a goal scoring opportunity booked for playing the players legs uh, when you get down to League 2 uh, League One, it just goes. Ian Smith has shown the yellow card for a bad foul. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't know what it is. A bad foul, yeah. yeah. He, he kicked the boy. Yeah, <laughs> two 0 It finished at Airdrie yesterday, so well done to them. Uh, East Fife, well done to them as well. First win of the season. It was up in Montrose as well, so difficult place to go. And East Fife managed to get all three points. A two 0 win. It was up there, and the final result, Dumbarton, not going very well for them not so far. Second bottom. Two one loss yesterday to Steny and uh, Steny. They grabbed their second one of the season, so that's them up to sixth place. Uh, so well done to them. But as I mentioned, Dumbarton have a pretty decent squad. It's just not clicking for them yeah. at this moment in time. Stevie Aitken maybe under a wee bit of pressure after doing, you know, a pretty decent yeah. job uh, keeping them in the championship for so long. But it's not going well this I think season. They're struggling with injuries as well. They could only put right. out four subs yesterday and stuff like that. So I do think they're missing a few bodies. Hopefully. Look strength a bit, but yeah, to be four points after five games when you've dropped down a vision is not good. That's Falkirk level. Yeah, big gap already they to need, the top of the table. They need? they need Jeff Kenner. They need Jeff Kenner, yeah. A late signing for 48-year-old Jeff Kenner. He'll come in and do the business. So the table looks like this. It's our Broth and Wraith. Top of the pile with 11 points then. Airdrie on nine. Brecon seven. Four for seven. Steny, Montrose on six. Stranraer on five, as we mentioned. Dumbarton on four. Joined bottom of the league with East Fife, who picked up their first win of the season yesterday. Right, OK, finally League Two. Albion Rovers finally scored. They didn't score once. They didn't score twice. They scored three times. Yes, it- after not scoring at all since April. Is that the last time they scored? April? April, they scored in the league, was the last time. So if you follow the Albion Rovers Twitter account, you can see after three minutes they tweet, we've scored, we've scored, <laughs> we don't know who it is, but we've bloody scored. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> They need to stop conceding five, though. Aye, you, you're not going to win many matches if you concede five. No. So, uh, Berwick, 5-3 winners uh, against Albion Rovers yesterday. So, uh, at least they scored. I know that's really patronising, but it's, <laughs> uh, you, they're going in the right direction, yeah. at least. So, Albion Rovers, three, Berwick, five. Uh, a win for Clyde yesterday, another defeat for Annan, uh, off the back of Kofi Annan's death as well. Not going well <laughs> uh, for Annan Athletic just now. So, Clyde, 2-1 winners. Who scored uh, for Clyde? I don't have that information to hand actually so uh, yeah they're back on track after a couple of defeats as well what about this uh, first win of the season for Sterling 3-0 winners as well Elgin with a notoriously dry pitch you must have been up and pissing it during the week Ray and uh, they won 3-0 Sterling <laughs> yeah. so well done to them first win of the season Pizzo getting a goal friend of the show as yes. well Soccer FM friend of the show Pizzo getting the second goal there so well done to him uh, Edinburgh City one of the developing stories I would say in Scottish football top of the table now and going up to Peterhead not only winning 1-0 Shutting out Rory McAllister. Yes. So the first time Rory McAllister hasn't scored, I think, this century. I can't believe he did get nominated for a Player of the Month. I know. There was no nominations for no. him. No. No nominations I think for it's him, just so. a given that he's there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's back-to-back two great results for Edinburgh City. And yeah, top of the league already after struggling last season mm-hmm. uh, and kind of to cement their league status that, uh, yeah, great start from them. Yeah, so well done to them. 12 points so far, only the one defeat and going up to Peterhead and they beat Clyde last week as well. So two very, very good results for Edinburgh City. And final result of the week, it was Queen's Park now, Cowdenbeath now at Hamden. So uh, that brings us on neatly to Hamden to Scotland. So there we are. Uh, we'll go to that in a second once I've done the table. So Edinburgh City, 12 points for them. Peterhead 10, Annan 10, Clyde 9 in fourth place. Then Queen's Park on 8, Elgin 7, Berwick 6, Cowdenbeath 4, Stirling 3, 
Albion Rovers now. So there we are. They are bottom of the pile and not looking good at all for Albion Rovers, despite the fact that they managed to score yesterday. So I mentioned Queen's Park. Let's move on to Hamden. Scotland, what are we thinking ahead of the two games? Belgium, I think we'll get absolutely <laughs> yeah, like, slaughtered rinsed, on yeah. Friday night because Belgium are very, very good. What did you uh, make of the call-up for Ryan Jack? Deserved, do you think? Yes, yeah, I was calling for him last week. I thought it was interesting the fact that it was Jack Henry that pulled out and he's been replaced by Ryan Jack. So I don't know whether... Uh, Could be cover for centre half. McLeish is looking at my right back, which which he has played. Yeah, his, his only Scotland cap before was at right back. Uh, I still can't believe the likes of Liam Lindsay or Liam Cooper, captain of Leeds. Leeds are going so strongly just now. Um, not getting. A I watched up. the Leeds game on Friday night, and it was one of the worst games of football I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, not to do with Liam I'll, Cooper. Yeah, but I watched the highlights. It yeah, was, was atrocious, yeah. but it was the typical. It's Aye, well, it was a typical uh, Sky thing as well when they were like, it's nil-nil at halftime, but it's been engrossing. Second half coming up next. And I was like, that was one of the worst halves of football I've ever seen in my life. It was so bad. Because um, that's what as well when Rangers and Celtic play each other. There's no early kickoff on a Saturday as well because there was no game to watch yesterday either. And They're going to be a bit screwed for TV games though because Celtic and Rangers will be playing every Thursday. Yes, so there's no, there'll be no Sunday. Friday, they'll be, well, they'll be on every Sunday, but there'll be no Friday night games unless they put on, you know, a non yeah. Celtic or Rangers game, which they don't often do. No, so They might move Hearts and Hibs or something like that. But, aye, exactly. Uh, so. I, yeah, I think the Belgium game will be damage limitation. Yep. And I am hopeful it will beat Albania. Um, I think we've got a decent chance. I was looking at it yesterday. So what happens is we're in a, we're on sort of Group C. C. Yeah, I think I might understand this. Yeah, I don't think it's too difficult. Like people, I've heard like other pundits talking about it, and you'd think it was something really complicated. It's not actually that complicated. So what happens is there are four different groups within the C level. Okay. And uh, the four winners of the groups then will go off in a uh, a playoff type thing in March 2020. So yeah. uh, what happens there is the winner of that will automatically qualify for the championships in the summer if they haven't already qualified. Okay, so we still have to yes. go through the normal qualification yeah. process. And then if you've done well in the Nations League, if you've won your group, you'll then go on to the playoff if you didn't qualify through the normal bit. But it does mean that... Uh, team from tier d will go into so it means like a, Ma- a macedonia yeah. or a san marino or a pharaohs will be at the championships does not, does not mean as well i think martin Nelson was trying to explain this to me the other day that sometimes it might be better to lose all your games a couple of years and then go into the lower level Aye, if you, you if you finish bottom of the if you finish bottom of your uh, group you go down one you go down one yeah so and if you obviously if you finish top you yeah. go up i'm just just looking at the Al- uh, albania squad in front of me um, there's no many standard players the new ranger signing Gresda he's in the squad Okay, so it'll be a good chance to have a look at him um, Granite Jacka's brother is there because remember Jacka mm-hmm. chose to play for Switzerland um, they have four captains Okay, uh, and I think their biggest player will probably be Hisad who's the defender that plays for Napoli um, there's nothing massively to worry about which is famously the kiss of death but we shall see. You you gotta hope we win because we need a wee lift. Yeah, we do. And I I, th- I think I'm I'm quite positive about the Albania game. And it's Albania and Israel. I know they're they're decent sides, but they're we're capable. If we win our home matches and can pick up a point away from home, yeah. that should be enough. Yes, I think we should be fine for that. So, um. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, I'm going to both games. And uh, also we are doing some Q&A stuff as well. Yeah, so, so we'll be at the Arches um, from 5 till 6pm. Yeah, I think I think it's balloted. So if you've not applied by now, you won't be you've going. Found, yeah. uh, so if you want to like just wait for us outside and like, yeah, we'll sign kiss. autographs and yeah. stuff like that. We'll, we'll well, draw so. an eye in your hand for the Illuminati, that so kind the, of stuff. That's, that's what it is. We are now involved with the Illuminati. Yeah, we are nice. getting in there. So I'm not going to the Belgian game because straight after... We interview the player that we're interviewing. Yeah, um, I'm flying to Bristol for a stag do. Mm-hmm. I'm coming back the like two hours before we interview the next player on this Monday, and then going to the Albania game. Yes. So, so and also we'll be at the Albania game with um, Lewis, who won the tickets. Yes, he exactly. won't be sitting next to us because we don't sit next to peasants. No. But- <laughs> <laughs> like he's too skinny for us he can fit in the small hooch t-shirt exactly He'll oh just, look wear your hooch t-shirt to the game yes that's a, that's such a good idea I won't be able to because I look like a link sausage but like <laughs> please wear your hooch t-shirt that'll be amazing you'll be like that gammon joint with the string of the Rabsy Nesbitt vest <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And just my gut hanging out the bottom. <laughs> That'll be very attractive. Like a bus sausage, that's what I look like. So, uh, yeah, I'm positive about the games. Uh, hopefully, uh, we can get over the line and uh, at least get some... At least let's do something. That'd be good. So, uh, fingers crossed for that. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. We have the Iron Brew Cup, but I'm on... I, I just don't want to talk about it because I think it's a joke competition. Uh, I'll do summarise it very quickly. You're playing Borumwood away. Yep. Uh, 1pm kickoff. Yeah, costing the club a lot of money. Why is it? Why is it one pm? Because the only flight back up <laughs> is at like seven o'clock or something, so they needed to be finished by then. That's that's genuinely why it is. Uh, I'll run through it quickly. You got Bournemouth and Fairland, Queen of South against Crusaders, uh, Airdrie against Sutton United, mm-hmm. which is just uh, it's actually just a team of Chris Sutton's ego. Yeah, uh, our both against Annan, Dumbarton Montrose, Dundee Alloa, East Fife against Thistle, East Kilbride against Edinburgh City. Falkirk against Connor Key's Nomads, mm-hmm. which is so bad. Falkirk are so bad now, they're essentially playing the Odeon. Yep. Uh, Peterhead against Bohemians. <laughs> uh, Ross Kent against Wraith Rovers. St. Mirren under-21s against Hamilton under-21s, which in my opinion can get to fuck. Uh, the New Saints against Queen's Park, which is the kind of tie you want to hear about. Coleraine Vince. Aye, well, y- you know why Queen's Park are playing the New Saints away from home? Because Hamden's been used. They were always going to be away from home. That's, hmm, mm, I wonder how that worked out. Shafted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, of course they're going to be away from home. And my two favourite ties of the round, uh, Sligo Rovers against Livingston under 21, which is a 7.45 kickoff, and Coleraine of Northern Ireland against Fort Martin United. What is, I mean, what's going on? Just uh, pack it up, pack it up. It's there horrific. are one, two, three... Four, five, six. Six different kickoff times Ugh. over the course of Saturday. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. That's the last we'll mention it on this podcast. Okay. Unless uh, Bournemouth pump you, in which case we're bringing it up next week. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, there we are. So that is it for Soccer FM this week. Got anything on, Ray? Want to tell I us about gigging? I am flying to Spain in four and a bit hours. Oh, that'll be uh, good. Which is why we're doing it early. So thank you for coming in hungover. That's you didn't right. even bring your weird bag of apples this time. No, I don't know why I did that last time. I didn't, didn't I, eat them. I, I didn't eat any of those apples. They went in the bin. What a waste. <laughs> Absolute waste. Um, what you got this week? Anything exciting? Oh, I've got quite a busy week. I have, uh, I'm doing something. I'm doing a, another podcast tomorrow, a Scotland podcast. You're me. Are you allowed to say who's on it? Because it's cool as fuck. Uh, I'm not going to say just now, but no. yeah, just look out on my social media for later on this week. It is it's, very cool. It's cool. It's cool. And also, yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah. It's, but it's, then I'll be four laggers deep in yeah, you, Palma and, yeah exactly and Palma's a lovely woman so <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've got that tomorrow then through Dunfermline on Thursday then Friday got Scotland games Saturday I'm doing a testimonial dinner for Tam Courts who's the been the, oh, man- yeah. who's been the player and manager of Kelly Hearts he's next the one Saturday that called you your dad's name when we interviewed him yes that is correct uh, so I'm doing his testimonial dinner next Saturday so if you're coming along to that then hope you enjoy who it who the speakers who you got uh, well, Leishman's going to be there of course uh, he is Des uh, Clark's going to be there ah, as well okay. so uh, I'm taking Did you just text people in your I'm, phone book? pretty much I'm taking up my deepest darkest Fife so uh, he'll not get alive no, he'll not get alive not. So, um, but he, he said he at was least he can swim now yeah well, that, that is true just chuck him in the fourth he'll be fine swim, swim up the Clyde uh, so <laughs> next Saturday night is doing that then I'm doing a 46 mile cycle is next that Sunday, Sunday? Mo- that's next Sunday morning uh, and then I've got Scotland game on Monday and you've, then, been, you've been hitting the bike a lot though yeah I have and then you've also been cycling yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Palma. Uh, so <laughs> uh, she's gonna she's gonna tight. So uh yeah, forty six mile uh, cycle next Sunday morning. So you, uh, Glasgow to Edinburgh, Edinburgh to Glasgow or Glasgow Loch Lomond or what Glasgow is it? to Edinburgh. Um I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I've done like Are 40. you fundraising for it? Uh, don't think so. No, we're doing it. Um, I, we, we're just a partnership at work. So, right, so you have to do it. Uh, no, no, didn't didn't have to do it. But Des and Amy doing it. Yes, they're both doing right, it as well. Yeah, so. so contractually, yeah, yeah. No, but I, 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 I guarantee Spence isn't doing it. Of course, he's not doing it. Of course, he's not doing it. He never does anything. So, uh, yeah. Then I've got that. Then I've got Scotland game on Monday. So I'm. Are just, we getting pish Monday? Are you? Uh, are you in the show on Tuesday? Um, yeah, I'm on the show on Tuesday. Right, but so. that doesn't mean that. I yeah. Can't get, can't uh, get hashtag Avenuch. Yeah. Hashtag Avenuch. So if you want to enter a competition, go to your Facebook, and uh, that is how you enter the Hooch competition. You could be the owner of a lovely crate of Avenuch and also an Avenuch t-shirt as well. So thank you very much for listening to Soccer oh. FM. Enjoy. 
enjoy your company this week. There's more on our Twitter at Scott Soccer FM, as I mentioned. Go to your Facebook, comment on our own forum on pieandbovro.com. You can get in touch for anything you want there, including member vote, cornerstone player of the month, and all that. But for now, it's goodbye from me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Peace out. This has been Soccer FM. Good luck to all your teams across the week, and we'll catch you next time for some more Soccer FM. Oh,